Welcome to Miss Viva Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. Listen, guys, thank you for, first of all, listening to Miss Vita Storyteller podcast. I am so excited today to have a friend of mine. Now, we met about a month or so ago, but there are certain people that God places in your life and you just know that you're going to have a great connection with her and I we have. She is such a kind person, has such a great sense of humor, and she's in Dubai um, right now. So we've had to do some adjustments with the time, but she's so gracious to be up to at, at her time at night and my time in the morning. So I am so appreciative to her. Her name is Colette Gee. G. G. <laughs> oh, y'all know I have such a hard time with names. Y'all pray for me. Everybody that's listening know that I do. And it looks like a Oh, Lord, it is a G. Anyway, so I'm going to let Colette tell, <laughs> tell you about herself. I didn't... Oh, Colette, go ahead and tell us about yourself and tell us your name. Y'all, again, pray for me, y'all, in this name situation. I don't know where that demon came from, but can you go ahead and tell us about yourself? That's okay. I, I muck people's names up all the time, and especially here in Dubai, I can't get anybody's name right, and it, 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 it's my it's my pet peeve too. And plus, Colette G is a, a, a Colette is my name, but G is a pen name, you know, that I used after. Okay. So my married name is Blaney, and G is a name. I was like, what name could I go under? And it was just that. Ask me why I I don't know. I have to search back in my vault in my brain, but. Yeah, I'm a dating relationship specialist, and um, I'm living here in Dubai. I'm a mom, grandmom, or glam mom, <laughs> and uh, and um, yeah, I've been doing what I've been doing for some time, and that's you know pretty much it. I'm an author and a speaker, and I do a lot of things to help people to navigate the love highway. And I do this because there was a time in my life where I was like, well, if you don't know how to do it right, then maybe teach. But first I had to teach these lessons to myself. And the lesson was, you know, stop looking for love for all the right reasons in the wrong places and start looking for the answer within you. And um, mm -hmm. once I made that decision to look within me and work on myself and you know, love myself wholly and completely like the creator, like God does love me. Um, I was able to shift all the stuff inside and go on to actually attract and meet my perfect partner. And then I wanted to share this newfound way of being with all my friends. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll write a book about it, which is exactly what I did. <laughs> and, um, 
And, uh, and then I thought, well, nobody's going to read my book. So then I thought, well, maybe I'll just uh, go out and teach about it. And so I went and I worked as a nurse for many years. So I just went and got all these other certifications like coaching, healthy relationship training, leadership development, NLP. And I thought, okay, now I'm ready to go out there and talk to people about it. So then I can convince them to buy my book. And mm -hmm. that's where we are today. Awesome. So you guys, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to have Colette here is because there are a lot of single people out there and, you know, it's difficult, you know, it's difficult dating and, you know, I wanted her to come on and just talk to us about it. So I know that she listened to our podcast, her and I, we talked and um, tell me what stories that or story or stories did you want to talk about today? Okay, so two, because online dating is crazy, but you have online dating OMG, which <laughs> that one was, I mean, I was sitting there like, what? And then I had all these answers like, wait, maybe this, maybe that. Then online dating round two, I was like, okay, you know, I see the evolution happening, but still, you know, I, I have a lot, I have a lot I want to share about those two podcasts today, but they were great, great. So the 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 first one, and let me just tell you a little bit about the two episodes, because um, online dating is not for me. And maybe Colette can change my heart and my mind, but right now it is not for me. The first one I shared was um, dating online. Oh my God. It was, long story short with this one was, I went on this website, I did my profile, I did all the things that you would do. But in that particular instance, I'm not a person that... Um, go seeking men. I feel like I'm the treasure. They supposed to find me. Well, this particular guy found me and we start talking it and, you know, we eventually got each other's phone number and we were talking and everything was going fine until he asked me to send him a, he asked me to send him a picture of myself. And I told him that I had a problem with that. You know, I didn't feel comfortable doing it because my current pictures were on the website so why did he need so I just made like a little joke um I'm someone that you have to have a sense of humor with because I'm a nutball in a bag period and he didn't have one so when I said you know oh you want my picture so you'll know which one of your women you're talking to when the fall rate well he lost it he had no sense of humor and he was hot with me about that this entire incident of me asking you know saying that and me not sending him the picture just just went into a spiral he lost it he laid me out he cussed me out because I wouldn't send him a picture of myself he said that I didn't know the difference between someone just talking to me or somebody cussed me out and he he even told me I know why you don't have a man because you don't know the difference between when somebody's just talking to you and somebody yelling at you. And I'm literally holding the phone away from my ear because he's yelling at me. And then he got mad because I was laughing, which I thought it was hilarious that this guy that wasted all this energy because of a picture that I wouldn't send him of myself. So long story short, we ended that. The second one. Round two is like, I gave it some time. I thought about it. I was like, I'll try it again. I'll do some things differently. I had, you know, evolved a bit. On this one, I reached out to men. And I reached out to this one particular guy. And, <laughs> and 
Uh, we start talking, we had a great conversation that's very important to me and a sense of humor. He has somewhat of a sense of humor. So he invited me to a space tournament and uh, you you all have got to listen to this particular one. If you don't listen to any other one of my episodes, you have got to listen to this one. Basically, when I went to the space tournament, I thought that he had asked me on a date. So I went thinking, you know, that we were going to go. Little did I know there was another woman there who was on a date with him. So I ended up being the third wheel on this thing. I couldn't believe it. The dude, not only was she there, I ended up having to pay for my own food. He didn't walk me to my car, got jealous because I was smiling at or talking to another guy at the space tournament because I felt like, well, you here on a date with her, I should be able to find me somebody here too. Anyway, he called me and wanted to know, you know, did I have a good time out at the date? And I'm thinking to myself, well, you at the same place as me? Who was the other woman? And he stuttered to answer me. And I was like, okay, that's it. And I ended it. And when I said I was done, I was done. So when you heard this collab, what were your thoughts on these two episodes? I'm sure you had a lot. I, I did. I, I actually took notes because I had so much to say. I was like, girl, I need to talk to her about this. Um, hey! You know, for our, yes, you, but about okay. this, about, okay. the, about the individuals, but about the whole thing, you know, some of the signs I saw like right away, but you know, this is, this takes practice and you were new to online dating. So you didn't know. So the first, when, when I say you evolved by dating online part two, what was that one called again? That, that was one, called that one was online, really dating online, dating round round, online dating round two. You evolved by doing the very thing I was screaming about in the first one. And I was like, don't wait for them to contact you. Be proactive. Contact mm. them. And that would have that was my only feedback to you in the first thing. The other thing is my response is that person was just crazy and he did you a favor mm. to act that way so you could just move on and keep on going and find who you're really looking for, you know? And I think sometimes like, you know, when it comes to online dating, we think about like, oh, that didn't work out. So it went wrong. It's like, no, no, no that worked out exactly how it was going to mm. work out. That person showed you who they were. So you can realize that's not what you want. And you know, clearly who it is you do want, you know, so you did everything yeah. right. I would have just said, stay in there, you know? Um, and then, but here you go. Online dating round two, you did, I think you did a good job. Like, well, I'm going to get back on there. I'm going to try it again, get back up on that horse and I'm going to try again. And I think you reaching out to individuals and your all that was great, right? Where What I think I would have done or would have wanted you to do differently in that is not go to that spade tournament. I was like, please don't go. Please don't go to that that tournament with them. You know, no way I would, that would be a first date. No way. First date is something more personal. So you and I can get to know each other. 
because I'm not there to meet you and your friends or your colleagues or your coworkers or any of that other stuff. I'm online to meet someone. And mm. if that's you, then let's do that. If we need chaperones, that's not going to work for me. You know, coffee, oh. tea, virtual online dating, something like intimate where you can investigate who the heck this person is and they can get to know who you are, you know? So that was my only thing because it, it went down that way because y- you ventured into a place you should have never even went in the first place. And that was a red flag. You're inviting me to a spade term. We don't know each other. We're not spades friends. I only play spades with my closest, dearest family members or friends. You're inviting me to a spades tournament? No, this isn't going to work for me. Let me know when you want to grab a cup of coffee. So even though he showed you who he was, Uh, it was still, you know, you putting yourself in a situation that should have been avoidable in, 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 in this, in those situations. So that was what I wanted to say to you. And my, my question the whole time dating part one, dating part two, was I wondered, did you have any reservations about what you thought online dating was going to be like? Did you think it was going to work for you or did you, were you in it validating? I don't know if this is going to work. Did you go in there with that mindset or did you go into it with the mindset of, well, I'm really optimistic. I'm going to make this work because sometimes, you know, we're saying one thing to God, but this underlying thing Mm. is happening inside of us where you know, we're a little scared or we're worried or we're not totally convinced. And just that little bit of lack of faith is what we kind of are walking in in that moment. Mm. So then when the experience comes up, we can validate, yep, online dating is crazy, right? So you're right, (laughs) you wanted to be right, but is it, right? You know, it's a tool like anything. And, And us as women, as Black women, we go out there, to accomplish every and anything we want to do, right? And we make the decisions for our careers, our homes, and everything else. But then when it comes to matters of the heart, we sit around and we think we have to wait for the knight in shining armor to come and rescue us. When no one is coming to save us, we usually are the ones that have to save ourselves. That's true. And so my response would have been like, you get back out there again. And you be proactive in who you go online and you search for because you know exactly who you're looking for. You know exactly what he's supposed to say and what he's supposed to look like and how he's supposed to treat you. And those people were just representatives of what you're not looking for. And and God telling you, walk in on this tool, try it again on faith. Yeah, you know, you're right. I was going to say, if I hadn't have gone for um, online dating round two, if I hadn't have gone to the space tournament, I, I would have known that about him. But the main reason why I went is because when I was younger, I loved playing space. That was like a part of our thing. So going to a tournament and watching people like play for whatever, I was all in. That's why um, I know you all, if you haven't listened to it, you need to listen to it for this particular part. That's why I got up and I went over to watch them play when I realized I was the third wheel. I was like, okay, y'all two on a date. Let me go find me somebody else. So I went over there <laughs> and I was all in. And then when he came over, and act as if we were together. I'm like, that 
there hasn't been one point where you made me feel like you and I were on this date together. So I'm going to just move on. But I went that that was probably the main thing in my mind is because I love spades. And then I thought it would be great. But you have definitely made me think about some things just from the things that you just said. Um, but I have evolved <laughs> even more. And I realize that when these things happen, God is just helping me to really find what I want, what I like, what I will put up with, what I'm not going to pull up with. So I am evolving and I am doing, I even tried, I got um, catfish one time, didn't stop me though. I got catfish and, but I found out quickly. <laughs> and, you know, so I haven't like, totally thrown it in the trash let's just say right now is not in the trash can where it was right now it's just on the top of the trash can okay so I'm trying I'm gonna get the trash bag off and I might try it again but in your dating experience before you got uh, married was there anything that happened to you like you said this is it for me do you have a story of something that happened to you because I want to hear what happened if anything happened to you because I'm sure we all have a story you know before we anyone got married of something that happened to your credit um I was just like you like screw online dating because it doesn't work I was so mad with it because I a friend of mine told me I used to work as a nurse and um, one of the one of the doctors told me, you know, try online dating to meet somebody. And I was like, online dating. So he said, yeah, I, I, I use eHarmony. And that's the one if you're really looking for somebody serious. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try this eHarmony thing. So I go home, I get online, I sign up on the, um, the, the website. I answer like an hour long mm -hmm. form of questions because I'm like really serious about meeting somebody and I'm kind of on the fence about certain types of things. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm like, well, I'm not that side. I'm not this side. I'm kind of in the middle. And at the end of it, it's like, where the last question, where would you like to meet your match? And I'm like, well, anywhere in the world. I don't care if where they live, if they're in Zimbabwe, oh, wow. I'm, I'm open. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm really ready to meet that person wherever they are in the world. So then eHarmony comes back with a response and says, unfortunately, um, we can't find any matches for you right now. Try again in six months to a year. So that was my first experience with online dating. So I felt like, wait, you can't find me a match after answering an hour long form of questions and then selecting to meet someone any place in the world. So I thought I was like the biggest loser for sure. I was like, something's totally wrong with me that I can't meet somebody, anybody, right? So I was like done with it just from that. But then I, my friend was like, well, just wait, just wait like a month or two and try it again. And I was like, oh, so I did. And he's like, you gotta, you gotta make sure you answer one way or another. Don't be in the middle about anything. Even though I'm not one of those types of people that there's some things that I'm like all the way one way about and all the way the other. But the questions they had, I was like, it just depends, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't have a strong opinion about it. And so um, I decided to try and nudge myself one way or the other just so I could get in the door. 
And boy, when those matches started coming up, everybody I was interested in delete, you know, did not want to have a match with me. I was like, what? It was just rejection after rejection after yeah. rejection. And then finally, what happened is some, I just started like the people that did approach me, I thought, well, maybe I'll just try these. They claim we're a match. So let me just try these. So I'd meet these guys out and um, we'd match and everything, but I showed up. Okay. Some of these guys were not white. They were Latin or what was Asian guy. One guy was like Asian something. So you know us ladies, if you're watching your African-American woman out there, I could be in a picture that I had one wig on and I showed up and I have a short haircut. And that was a problem. That was a problem. It's like, I'm the, still the same person. No, no, no. That was a problem. So then I'm in high heels on another date. And it's like, wow, you're awful tall. You're much taller than you said. I'm five, five for crying out loud. I'm not Andre the giant, but that was a problem. I said, I want high heels. I thought because you're like six something, I could wear my heels. So that would be okay. So it was like nitpicking all these little crazy things like that. And you know, I'm not pushing my book, but I have tons of the other online dating stories in there that were disasters. Like I jumped over to Plenty of Fish. That dating oh, site was like, that people was one of them. Me, that was people asked me if I was a man, if I was really a woman, if those were really my picture. It was just a nightmare. My wow. online dating experience. Before I knew how to really navigate online dating, I was like in the disaster zone. It was horrible. Now for me, I I would not tell anyone not to do it because it could be their cup of tea. I wouldn't, you know, I can only tell you about my experiences, you know, what happened with me on me and maybe, you know, the plenty of fish. I think I did that for six months. And I, in the beginning, I always get the, oh, you're so beautiful and you're so sweet and all the compliments and all that. But then it's like the follow up is like, OK, you gave me these compliments. Now what? I responded. Now what? <laughs> you know, like nothing. And I'm going to be 100 with you. I think you have to be gifted. You have to have a special anointing or gift to do online dating. I, I do. And apparently that is not my gift, you know, to walk in it. But do you have any advice or something that you can help people online or even people who are turned off by it? Whatever, what other avenues or whatever, what can they do? You know, for the people who are like, I'm had it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Like I said, I am not, it's not in the trash can anymore. Like I'm like, I'm not there. I'm like, I'm starting to be a little bit more open, but what advice do you have for someone that's willing to online date and those that's like, I'm done? Yeah, that's a good question because um, I definitely think that we have to, I would recommend people use online dating or dating apps for what they are. And it's just a tool. And I would say that if you're looking for love, then it's only 10% that you use online dating or dating apps. And all the other stuff that you're actually out there doing is going out and doing the things you love to do. So whatever that hobby is, whatever that skill is, I don't care if it's a knitting class and only women are there. 
you let those women in the group know, listen, I'm, li- I'm literally looking to meet somebody and I'm open and, and, you know, for blind dates or to meet people or stuff like that. This is the type of person I'm looking for. If you're here or meet somebody, just, you know, let me know. I'm really interested in meeting somebody. You put yourself out there because it's that energy that creates the opportunity, right? And so be open-minded if you're at your coffee shop or you're at the grocery store or wherever you are, love is possible. So you just have to walk in love and walk in that space and recognize that you could meet your soulmate doing anything. And I, I always say, if you're not volunteering, get out there and volunteer. If you're oh. you know, not involved in, that's where I met my husband, volunteering. At a woman's, um, yeah, at a woman's, uh, it it was a a peace over violence organization. And this is to help uh, victims against domestic violence and sexual assault. And my husband, that's where we met. So I never thought I would meet, uh, you know, my husband in a place like that. But that's where we met. So you just don't know. You just, I was just out there living my life, doing the things that, I wanted to do. I wanted to be of service. I wanted to, you know, learn more about this skill so that I could help more people. And that's where I met him. So when you're just out there living your life, because you're not going to, you're not going to attract this guy at your front door. You might Amazon, whatever delivery, food <laughs> yeah. delivery or whatever, right? You might, but the chances of you meeting somebody, if you don't want it to be through technologies, you have to go out there. Mm. And that's the thing we don't do anymore. We don't want to make the time because we're so busy. But if you're too busy to put on your agenda, okay, I've got to go to a networking event, or I got to go volunteer once a week, or I got to go do this, whatever it is, then you're not going to meet that person because you're not making the time. And, and relationships require your committed time to it. So you have to put that committed time to yourself by doing that. And when you get home, maybe after you've done all these fabulous things and putting yourself out there, you say, well, let me go ahead and check on my online dating apps or whatever and check in with some people. And you proactively create, and this is what I do. I have an online dating setup support and strategy for individuals that really just do not know how to use online dating or dating apps. And I really thought maybe I should do a webinar or something on that, we'll we'll, we'll see. But you you have to create something that is like templates, you know? So it's like, this is my introduction template. Mm. Okay, this person does this thing. Let me send this, change these little things out. Cause we ain't got that kind of time to be spending scrolling and scrolling forever online. And really also learn how to recognize bots online dating uh, and dating app scammers and all those things so that you don't waste time while you're on. Yes. We don't have that kind of time to waste. I'm so glad you said that. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I am so glad you said that about the scammers because I have um, quite a few on um, IG and it's like they spend their entire existence trying to con women out of money now one of the one that i got catfished on he told me he said that women do it because early in our conversation you know i i said something trying to you know because i had that feeling and um i said okay um 
I say, yeah, because, you know, men are out there, you know, they're looking for a woman, you know, to pay their bills or whatever. And he responded back, well, women do it too. And I was like, really? You know, I act like I was really shocked, but I'm so glad you did bring up that about the scammers. You know, if you do it enough, you'll learn them. And I have learned them quickly, but um, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to especially talk about that particular one because they are out there. <laughs> well, go ahead and finish. No, I mean, that that's basically it. I mean, as long as you use dating apps 10% of the time that you're searching for love and spend the other 90% of your time proactively doing other things to meet people, you know, like engaging in conversation, especially if you're, even if you're a shy person, you know, get out there and do something that you like to do where you might have the chance to meeting, uh, uh, males that are that you're interested in and that that's really what I suggest do it the old-fashioned way ask a friend so that can act mm -hmm. like a matchmaker a family member a colleague you know anybody just put yourself out there because if people don't know you're looking then they don't know oh I have a friend that's looking mm -hmm. or I know somebody that's looking Put yourself out there, go out there and, and participate in an activity so that you can be out there. And even if you're not, if you're too tired to do this, if you, if you were to just do this for like, take 28 days, right. To make a habit of something of like every day, I'm going to put myself out there and do one thing a day to meet somebody new or to help, whether it's a man or, or a woman, because you know, if you're a woman looking for a man, it doesn't matter if you meet a new man or a new woman or talk to somebody new, that person can introduce you to your soulmate, oh, you know, yeah. even if they're not interested, because it's our network of individuals we know that brings us closer to opening up a network of new people we don't know. And so if you did 28 days of that, of just talking to people, get putting yourself out there, getting to know somebody new or talking to some random stranger that you might strike up some conversation with and it's just like fabulous, then you're probably going to see a shift in energy that's just going to, people are just going to be attracted to you and they're going to start talking to you before you start talking to them. And then what starts to happen is people will start inviting you to things, or maybe you'll invite that person to meet you for a coffee and find out some other interesting thing. And this is what we don't do anymore. We don't network ourselves anymore. And networking is not just for us to go out and make yeah. money. It's also to meet, meet our soulmate and our, and, and friends and, and our grow our network and connect with others and connect in Christ, you know, whatever it is that, you're out there doing, we have to broaden our networks more than what we have been doing. And, and especially in since COVID, you know, so that's, yeah. that's what my recommendations are. And yeah, learn the signs of catfishing and dating scammers. <laughs> it does happen for men and women. Cause I help male clients and I help female clients to navigate um, online dating and dating apps. Sometimes I act as the profile to initiate conversation to show them how oh, to do this good. right 
and by initiating a conversation to get them to the call so that now all you have to do is get on the call and talk and be yourself because I've been you, now you be you and, and take it from here. Sometimes I'll be on those calls to listen or be there when they're making those calls to learn, okay, what kinds of things can we avoid? You know, because once you finally meet somebody online, especially, we get so excited. Sometimes we reveal too much. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't put enough out there of the right information. And I think it's, it's all communication skills. And a lot of it is nonverbal stuff, you know? So, um, and we live in this day and age of 140 characters or less. So it's just harder and harder for people to connect. And even in my generation, which I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm older than you, um, it, it's, it's, it, people are still using all these devices in order mm -hmm. to connect and less of this and less of in-person stuff, you know, and I'm still like, let's do events. Let's get together in person because it's that physical connection or even the connection that we've had through this medium yeah. is more of a connection than just texting somebody or chatting with them, you know? You know, I find that it was two things I want to say. Um, the first thing I want to say is it sounds like my my aunties and my uncles, they always talk about courting. And what you're saying is basically you need to get back to what they say, courting, and put yourself out. Because when they talk about courting, they didn't have cell phones. They didn't have apps and online they, they physically had to go out and court someone so and I used to laugh at my uncle all the time he was like baby are you courting I'm like courting what are you talking about courting but that's his way and I'm like now that I'm older I'm like that's what you need to do you need to court um, someone. Um, another thing you just said, and see, it went right out my head. Good Lord, it was something that you just said about. It'll come back to me when it's ready to come back. But I'm so glad um, that you you pretty much took us old school. You know, you need to learn how to court. And I love what you said about just ten percent because oh, I know what it was. It just came back. I find out that men, and I don't know. I'm not saying all men, so y'all don't email me. I'm saying that a lot of men <laughs> that I have encountered, they just want to text. Women, that is not us. For the most part, we like to have conversation and actually talk to you on the phone. What is it with this just texting? I don't get it. I, I, yeah, I, 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 a lot of women will say that about guys. And, and because guys are constantly rejected, it's a safer approach for them oh. so that they don't have to invest too more, much and maybe say the wrong thing or maybe come off the wrong way. Mm. It isn't personal. It's just the nature of the guy trying to safely plot along without having his feelings or his ego hurt. And so my suggestion to you know, anybody listening to this podcast today is that especially if you're using online dating or dating apps, or maybe you met somebody new out and then you exchange numbers and then they start texting you. And it's, it's, it's training people to treat you how you want to be treated, you know? Yes. And, yes. and, you know, like your, like your, your old school Annie and uncle, I'm your old school Annie right now. Okay. 
And I'm just saying it's, it's, you know, going to the dance, right? That's what mm-hmm. they used to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And then yes. they get somebody's number and that person called you on the phone. Yes. Right. They don't do that no more. Right. So I would recommend, you know, you telling this individual, uh, you know, once I get to know you, I have no problem with texting, but when you have time, mm-hmm. I prefer to speak on the phone. There's nothing wrong with letting this person know that. And saying, you know, I know people are busy and it's easy to text, but until I really get to know you, I prefer to just talk on the phone. So if you want to set up phone time to chat or do a virtual chat, we can do that. But, you know, texting, I say for people I really know because things can get lost in taxation, right? Yes. You don't understand what the the meaning of it that's behind it. And it's also, it's, it's also letting them know you know, you're teaching them how to treat you, which you said that earlier, you know, I'm a person that I'd like to talk on the phone. And I, I thank you for saying that because sometimes I feel like I'm being too nitpicky, but it's who I am, you know, and I don't want to lessen myself just to make them feel good or just to say that I have someone I'm talking to. I don't want to be less than just to say that. And so, cause I remember I did that, um, like on the first one, you know, I didn't feel comfortable sending him a picture. I didn't understand why I did not feel. And he lost it, which I'm so grateful he's gone. And I'm grateful he lived in a different state because as mad as he was, I think the boy would have tried to find me and get that picture. <laughs> but um, I'm learning, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning, you know, you know what? Be who you are, you know, because if you get together, when you get together, when this is who you are. You're going to find, so, th- oh, I love you. You've given us some jewels, some real jewels. So on my podcast, you know, at the end, I always share my thoughts about whatever the story is. And then I ask questions. So we're going to answer these questions. Um, I think we answered a couple of them, but we're just going to go ahead and go through them real quickly and answer them. The first question, this was from the first episode, Dep- um, Dating Online. Oh my God, the first one. Have you ever tried online dating before? If so, how was it? Well, we've already answered that question. So let's go to the, oh, the next. So this is the one I want to hear your actual opinion. Do you have a problem with sending a picture of yourself to someone you just met online? Yes, because I think that there's a lot of pictures of me already online. So why do I have to send any more? And if you need so many pictures of me, rather than what I would recommend somebody, if somebody says to me, I need to see another picture of you. It's like, well, I have no problem doing a virtual chat if you'd like to. Oh, that's good. Oh, I like that. Because I didn't understand. Nip you know, it that. In the bud. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you are so direct. I love this. Oh, this is so good. Okay. So let's go to the second um, episode. It was uh, uh, round two. It was uh, date, dating online round two. Have you ever been on a date to find out the person you were talking to on the phone was different than the person on the actual date? And like I, with the second one, you know, we talked on the phone, everything was great. But when I went with, it wasn't a date apparently because there was somebody else there but when I went he was a totally different person <laughs> oh uh, you mean in character yes yeah. oh my god oh yes unfortunately that has happened to me uh quite often not just from individuals that I met 
online or, or dating apps, um, but people that maybe I met out at a function of some sort. And then it's like, yeah, let's get together and meet up for coffee or lunch. And then the person's like, not who you thought they were. But I have since asked myself, did I project this person mm. who I believe this person was? Mm-hmm. Were they always that person or was I projecting who I was hoping that they were? Um, that could be it sometimes, you know? Oh, that's rich because we do that, especially women, because we yeah. want something and then we'll find something or we'll make it something that it really isn't. Yeah, yeah. that is so rich because I've done it. Lord knows mm-hmm. I have done it. And then the last question is, um, what do you think about online dating? Are you for it or against it? I am for it if people use it 10% of the time like a tool. But if you're only using online dating to find love and that's your only method, I'm totally against that. You have changed my mind more about it and especially and I'll tell you the reason why is because you said the 10% and not just all in just like spending all your time and everything into just online dating I love the fact that you said just 10% because you know people get lost in it you know and that they make it their world and I'm like this is good. This is this is good. You've taught me now. If y'all didn't get anything for it, you know, listen to it again because there's some real jewels in this particular episode. I am so grateful you came. So I know you have your book and I want you to tell us about your book because I am sure that people out there need to get this book. They need to read this book. Um, you know, 2023 may be your year and you need this book to help it be your year. So tell us about your book, where we can find you, you social media and all your stuff so that we can connect with Colette. Awesome. Thank you so much. And make sure that you send me your address so I can send you a copy of the book. Um, This is my book, Finding Happily, No Rules, No Frogs, No Pretending. And uh, this book I wrote, it's not a self-help book. It's a book with a collection of stories, some of them my own, some stories from other women, because we learn through story. We've been doing it since we were kids through fairy tales, right? So hence the finding happily, we watched all these fairy tales and then we were hoping for our own happily ever after. And sometimes these stories had impressions on us to you know, try to uh, imitate or model after those stories so that we could find love. But many of us failed or fell short because those stories were not real or not for all of us, put it that way. And so in my book, I have a collection of stories. Maybe some of these resonate with you, maybe not. They don't all end in happily ever after, but they end in women recognizing and realizing that happily ever after is not an ending it's a journey and it begins and ends with self and so that's the message of this book and you can find it on amazon you can find it in barnes and nobles it's in some local bookstores if you live in los angeles um you can find it on nook kindle ibook and all that other stuff it's everywhere out there you can find it a copy and where can they reach you you know if it's besides the book what if they want to connect with you to you know help them find a boo yeah sure <laughs> if they want to connect with me i am 
able to be reached at findinghappily.com. Mm -hmm. That is my website. There's a contact form on there. There's also my newsletter, sign up for it. I send out a lot of juicy stuff every month. I've done this for the past five, six years religiously. So I send out stuff about events, workshops, webinars, oh. freebies, all kinds of stuff that I give away and that I do. Um, but also jewels and things like that in my blog. But you can also send me your questions for free on there and you'll be added to my mailing list at findinghappily.com. And I'm also on YouTube at Finding Happily. So that's it. I'm also on Instagram, but I don't use it as actively anymore because, you know, I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get off social media. YouTube is a search engine, so I'm still on there. But I'm, I'm like... I've closed all my other social media accounts, except I'm, I still have my Instagram account open so people can find me, but. Okay, I will make sure I have all that information in the description, you know, so we can reach out to you. And I will definitely send you my address. I, I would love to read the book because, you know, 2023 is going to be my year. Um, You know, not, I'm not just talking about dating, but just in general, because I have been through so much and I'm like, I am now ready, Lord, you can trust me. So let's do this thing. And I love the fact about your books is stories because that's how we connect. That's why Miss Vita Storyteller Podcast exists because it's just about the stories. And when you can learn from other people's stories, because that's how we learn you know, from ancestors. They told stories, they told us stories and they told them to teach us things, to help us from making bad decisions. So I love the fact that it's a story type of book and we can just read stories and learn. So thank you. And thank you so much for staying up this late um, to be a guest on my show. I really do appreciate you doing that. So thank you so much for being an amazing guest. Thank you so much for having me. I, I want us to stay connected, even though we're miles apart, but who knows? Maybe you'll Maybe you'll be on this side of the world. Who knows? Look at God. He may open that door. So thank you again. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss V the Storyteller, you can visit my website at MissVTheStoryteller.GoDaddySites.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.